You're listening to Sibling Talk, commentary from a progressive point of view. Now here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumer. Hello, I'm John Paulette. And I'm Mary Jo Tumer. Mary, I, I'm calling Speaker Nancy Pelosi today. I've got to get in touch with her because I have an idea of how to get the Republicans totally on board with the uh, commission, the investigation into January 6th. I, they're going to be so excited about this. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. We're going to tell them that the January 6th commission is going to be titled the Benghazi investigation. <laughs> oh, you, my God, that's awesome. <laughs> don't you think they cannot resist? Wait till we call Devin Nunes. Is he still in the Congress? Or he's gone, right? He, no, he's there. He's, he's still there. there. We haven't heard from Devin in a while. But, you know, there were crude terms uh, when I was in grade school among the boys uh, about sexual excitement in the male. Uh, in in men. And Devin Nunes would get one of those crude terms if he heard Benghazi. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) all right, that's going to stick with me all weekend. (laughs) Yeah, try and and lose the uh, image of Matt. Oh, yeah. And in particular, the image of Matt Gates. Yeah, well, that's that's a childhood Benghazi. It's a different thing. Yeah, we don't want to do that. So uh, my question to you is, um, so just so everybody who listens knows, if you hadn't followed it, that the um, Democrats and Republicans had negotiated a committee structure to investigate January 1st and the insurrection, which I understand Ron Johnson yesterday said was not an insurrection, but clearly he wasn't there. So um, they negotiated terms for that. And then uh, Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell, um, through their members that they had set out to negotiate it under the bus and said they wouldn't support it. Uh, the House of Representatives the other night voted to, um, to form the commission as the parties had agreed but I don't know, when is it going to the Senate? I haven't heard, but it's pretty clear that McConnell's against it. So there won't be 60 senators to form that commission, which would have been like a 9-11 commission, the Warren Commission, one of those types of commissions to look at the broad issues involved and the institutional failures on January 6th that put our entire government at risk. My question to you, John, is do you think that it matters that the Republicans are not cooperating? No, I don't care. Uh, Because what's going to happen is this. The uh, Nancy Pelosi will create a select committee. I guess Nancy would be the one to do it. Right, uh, right. And a select committee. And a select committee means... Uh, the leadership chooses who's going to be on the committee. So, like, you don't just go and get the subcommittee for administration of the Capitol and tell them to do it with whatever whack job happens to be on there. You pick the people who will be on it. And there will be Republicans, but there is a pretty good chance 
that one of those Republicans might be Liz Cheney or might be Adam Kinziger or might be anybody who has an R after their name, but also has half a brain at the same same time. So I think we should anticipate or we could know with certainty Jim Jordan of the great state of Ohio is not going to be on that committee. And I'm going to add to it, that committee will be given subpoena power. Subpoena, sub means under, pina, poena means penalty. Under penalty, you must appear. And when you are there, you must tell the truth or you can be charged with lying to Congress. And that's the kind of thing that sends you to jail. I only mention this in case Kevin McCarthy is listening today. Because he's a guy, I mean, for every good reason, he was right in the middle of things. He was talking to the president of the United States. uh, And I think he's got a lot to add to our understanding of what happened that day. What do you think? Does that all make sense? No, it makes sense. I just think the Republicans misplayed it. Not surprising because I think they were doing what... um, you know, Trump's bidding on this because Trump doesn't want that commission. Honestly, I think Trump has a lot bigger problems than that commission. But for whatever reason, he doesn't want that. And I did hear there was some reporting that he told McConnell and McCarthy, if you let that commission goes on, I'll destroy you. In their world, destroying means hurting them in the midterms because that's what all they care about right now, right, is regaining power. So, um, but I think if, you know, they would have had more control of what was happening with that commission if they had played nice. Now, if Pelosi's doing what, I, I think she has no choice but to set up a select committee. And, which, and that was one of my questions about it. Does she get to pick everybody who's on the committee, including the Republicans? In other words, it's not like the Dems pick their guys and the Republicans pick their guys. If she can put anybody she wants on that committee or even take one of her slots, you know what I mean, and give it to someone like Lynn Cheney, uh, that's very risky for the Republicans because, sure, they can say, oh, it's a partisan witch hunt. But if they decide to have the committee talk about what the institutional failures were, that what I'm talking about, that's what I think we'd all like to see. That's risky, but more importantly, if they go the partisan route, if they go the Benghazi route, then anybody is, uh, you know, free game, including McCarthy, including, you know, whoever was sitting around Trump watching TV while the thing was unfolding. All these folks are going to have to come in and explain what Trump did, what the, you know, the head of the National Guard did, what the acting Secretary of Defense did. And I don't think any of those guys are going to show well. No, and add to that group of people who come in and have to explain it, some Congress people who we are told uh, conducted, had their staffs conduct tours the day before January 6th for some of the uh, 
same people who were in the insurrection as if they were showing them around. And you might say, well, that's common. Congress does it. Not during COVID, they don't. And so why did that happen? Why is it that we're hearing from some Congress people that they believe that uh, members of Congress were complicit? And while we're asking those questions, Josh Holly, what did that fist bump up in the air mean? What, what were you doing, and how does that relate? And I'll tell and you what, why. What the, message you were sending? Yeah, what message you said? And I'll tell you why it's important. I, I mean, Trump's going to call it a witch hunt because you know that's like the second thing out of his uh, out of his mouth. The first thing out of his mouth is, "Boy, you're pretty. You want to hang out a little bit here at my club." <laughs> That's the first. But the second, yuck, yeah, yeah. He's gonna get that bad crude term I was talking about with Matt Gates. But here's the problem with the witch hunt thing. This obviously will be televised. There, every cable will do it. And the Democrats, we know from the way they conducted the impeachment, especially the second impeachment, that. They understand how to present this, and they are loaded with video, loaded with video. And so they go on television and they lay it out. This person said this. This is what happened. This is what happened. They get witnesses. They ask Kevin McCarthy. And Kevin may be a weasel, but he didn't want to go to jail for lying to Congress. I tell you, I just don't believe. I mean, Roger Stone will do that. Other people will, will do that. And the American people will watch it, uh, and I don't think they're going to see witch hunt. I think they're going to see the facts as they they lay out there. And as you've been saying, and I agree with you, that does not land well for the Republicans. No, and and the thing is, is I think those commissions, like I don't remember the 9-11 commission being public, but a select yep. committee could be. They could run that on MSNBC CNN every single day, all day. Fox, OAN, good all <laughs> I don't know if they'll run that, though. But, <laughs> but, you know, it was something else you were saying that was making me think. Again, it's a big picture thought. But if a commission were done and done right, it might give us the opportunity to start to write the first draft of history about how we got to January 6th. Like what happened to us as a country that a, not a small fringe group, but a relatively large group of people and the president of the United States could become such anti-constitutionalists. You know, there's a there's a social reason. There's I mean I don't know you know, but but there is a reason that that happened and that the institutions broke down so badly. And what was really the brilliance of the 9-11 Commission is they looked at that across the board and said, our institutions were not prepared to deal with this kind of threat. Now, maybe we went overboard with Department of Homeland Security. We overcorrected. That could be true. But we did, I think, as a country, step back and say, wow, I didn't know that the FBI and the CIA didn't talk to each other and that there were those turf wars. And maybe we should fix that. So I think there are issues of which we don't even know right now that could be um, become clarified 
by a really well done commission about January 6th, take the politics out of it. Unfortunately, because of Trump and, and he sees everything in terms of how it affects him, we won't be able to have that discussion in the way we should. Instead, you will have a Democratic run commission where no matter how fair the Democrats are, we have an agenda. And part of the agenda is you guys are wrong and we are right. And I'm not sure that gets us to where we want. So going back to my question, do I think the commission was a good idea? I do. But if the Republicans, like in all other things right now, are not willing to play with us, to, as me, I say us as a Democrat, then we have no choice. You can't do nothing. You're right. And I would prefer the commission as well. Uh, although I have to point out that even a blue ribbon, the most blue ribbon of all blue ribbon commissions, the Warren Commission, after the death of John Kennedy, did not put to rest the endless conspiracy uh, theories. You know, that's kind of faded away now. But I remember the man from the umbrella uh, yeah. standing there on a sunny day, and I've never gotten really comfortable with a single bullet theory. You know, so mm -hmm. although, but it's still worthwhile. But there's another dimension here. Besides just writing history, we have an immediate problem, like three and a half years uh, uh, from now. The actions on January 6th almost succeeded, not only in the storming of the Capitol, but in what the Republicans were doing. It is possible that a different vice president, I can't believe I'm going to say nice things about Mike Pence, but a different vice president does not uphold the democracy and the election. It is possible that a different Congress, a different Senate uh, votes differently. And there's a lot of writing going on now uh, that says Donald Trump could become president in the next election not because he wins the popular vote, not because he wins the electoral vote, but because state legislatures say, no, we don't accept that vote tally. We have just voted this set of electors. And a Republican-controlled, which could happen, uh, Congress and Senate say, no, we're going to recognize those. All of those seeds were there on January 6th. And we didn't avert it by much. And if we don't, by a commission, by a select committee, whatever it is, really confront that, we are going to face that problem with catastrophic results uh, in the next next election, 2024. Wow. Um, that's a great way to end the week. But Did I, I... wreck your morning? <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting you say that, though, John, because the thing that in our uh, echo chamber that we're talking about all the time is the big lie. But in the other echo chamber, the big lie is the big truth. And so I think that what you're saying is very, very um, more than interesting. It's frightening. Because if you don't convince the other group that what they're uh, making their decisions on is a lie, then we could be exactly where you talk. And if they decide to run Trump again, and you know, the word is Trump wants to run, um, 
then that's what's going to be happening. And and what can how do you get to these folks to say, by the way, there wasn't voter fraud. By the way, the Dominion machines didn't throw the election to Biden. So it's a so that's kind of what I had hoped from a commission that the commission could expose the big lie in a way that doesn't accuse them of being dumb. You know what I mean? No, I know yeah. exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm. Listen, when I talk to Speaker Pelosi today, uh, I have another commission I want to suggest. I would like them to put a group together to investigate why, uh, you know, midline uh, journalists in this country insist on calling the Congresswoman Lynn Cheney. Oh, and Mary Jo Tumert does that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you. Okay, bye. Bye. Sibling Talk is a JMP production. Theme song by David Paulette.